With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening and welcome to Off the Record with your Jeff Pierre, where there are no filters, just us. I am your host, George Pierre. Tonight's episode, I am going off the record with hip-hop violinist Damien Escobar. But before I do, let's get into the OTR report. Short for off the record, where I'll sound off on something bothering me in the media, life, or just shit I just want to get off my chest. My friend and comedian Norman is here to join me. Norman, are you ready to do this? Miss Jet, Miss Jet, always a pleasure. How are you? Always ready. <laughs> always ready. Okay, so this happened to me sometime this week. Don't you have those moments where you are thinking about somebody? And you're just sometimes afraid to let them know, and then you're just kind of let your ego win that round for you. Um, I definitely found that happening. Right. I definitely found that happening to me. I actually posted the, the status on my Facebook, and I had all these people reply and comment. And I was just like, listen, I don't care. My ego won this round. Like, I'm not changing it. That, that's the end of the story. <laughs> which is, no. <laughs> it's not happening. Like, I'm not going to hit this guy up. I don't care. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, what you doing, hey, you got to do what you got to do. I, I yeah. try not to let it happen, usually, is all I can okay. say. So you've never been talking to them before you... Well, do you no, know when well, you're thinking about somebody, do you just kind of send them a message? I don't I don't think that, as as a man, I don't really think you get the privilege to, to do that sometimes because we're always kind of, kind of like, in pursuit. So I, I think a, woman, yes. a woman's pride is... It's it's not me to, for me to talk about, but a woman's progress in the uh, way of a lot of things. Yo, that is interesting because the fact that you said uh, it's, it's men don't have that privilege because they are always in pursuit. Please tell. I, I'm I'm curious about that. I mean, you know, it's funny because the guy actually ended up hitting me up out the blue, and usually me being a Leo, I, I you know we love the attention. We would rather someone initiate. And so he hit me up like, this one's my miss you. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I miss you too. I was like, score. I didn't have to send the message. He said it first, like, end the story. And I'm like, you're dead. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, well, well that's, that's a good, hey, that's a win. That's a win-win for both people right there. As long as, long as he's telling the truth, that's a, good, that's a win-win for everybody. As long as he's telling the truth, I can could, I could agree to that. So, Norman, Obviously, you're going to be joining me again to finish off the, the report when we jump into the pop culture madness. Um, Definitely. So stay tuned. Yes. Norman, what's your, your uh, Twitter handle so they can find you? Um, Twitter handle, Normie Norm. That's N-O-R-2-M-Y-N-O-R-M. Boom. Norman, thank you. You stand by. Norman, joining me again. If you missed the OTR report, it will be available on my website at georgetpierre.com. After this show, if you have something that you want to go off the record about, Email info at georgiapierre.com, subject line, the OTR report. Now, introducing the guest of the hour. Who would have thought music would have changed his life? At the age of nine, violinist Damien Escobar got accepted into the Juilliard School of Music. Performing as the violinist 
violinist duo alongside his brother Tori. The two went off to achieve much success in two Emmy Awards, performing for past presidents, selling over a million copies of their album, plus more. With his solo mixtape out called Sensual Melodies, Damien Escobar, better known as Dame Escobar, stops by to talk his journey to greatness, his philanthropic efforts, and his upcoming tour. Join in on the discussion at 347-202-0591. Damien, how are you? Oh, my gosh. With that introduction, you got me feeling like I just got a Grammy. I'm feeling good. <laughs>
I wow. can count on my fingers. I've, I've only got like a really good reception out of seven years being down there. But but trust me, you know how it goes being on the subway. When people don't want to hear it, they're going to be the most loudest obnoxious people on the train just yelling, <laughs> telling you to get off. You know what I'm saying? You know how it goes. So I got those yes. stories too. Yeah. It was crazy. That is crazy. So let's, I want to talk about you and your brother being this dynamic duo. And, sure. you know, you've won two Emmy Awards, and obviously that's a prestigious award in television. Can you tell us what did you all win the awards for specifically? You know, I I produce music as well. And, um, you know, okay. and, and my brother and I, we produced our first record together. You know, I composed music for a lot of, you know, dope films. You know, I, I worked on Step Up. I worked on Robert De Niro's flick, um, What Just Happened. And I scored a lot of commercials. So the Emmy Awards that I did win, was for um, uh, best song in a television series um, and, and best song in an art segment, and I won an award. It was like it was kind of like a co award. It was weird because I I won the award for when my brother and I we went to the White House to play for George Bush, and um, a network covered it. They did like this human interest piece, and we scored the music for it. So we kind of got like a double award for that that section. But that was a dope year, and it was a humbling experience. You know, that was the year that our album came out, and you know we. The Grammys didn't choose us to go on and we didn't get nominated for anything, but the Emmy Awards called us and said, hey, you guys got nominated for X, Y, and D. So I was just happy to be nominated. And then when we got there and they said we won, I was like, wow. You know, I brought my mom on stage and I brought everybody on stage. They were, they were oh sick of me. I brought everybody on stage, yeah. We turned up. Yeah, we turned up. We turned up on well, the Well, why would you? Like, that is an awesome experience. Okay. Like, who, how many times do you exactly. say you can win an Emmy Award, especially probably at your age, you know, exactly. uh, being young? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah, I think so I was, like, 22. I was like, about 22. Oh, my gosh. So, wait, may I ask how old you yeah. are now? I'm 27. Oh, my. I just really turned, I just turned 27. My birthday just passed. Oh, well, happy belated. <laughs> Thank you very much, Gemini. Happy belated. Oh, my gosh. That, that. I, I mean, that's inspiring, like, seriously. Now, do you feel accomplished that. at all to say that you've won an Emmy, to say that you produced music, to say that you performed for, a, you know, past uh, President George Bush? Do you feel like you've accomplished at all? You know, that's my problem because I, I don't. You know, I, I don't. You know, and I've done... I've done some pretty incredible things, and a lot of people tell me all the time that, you know, you have to take a moment and look at what you've done, you know, but I'm the type of person that feels as though when it's done, it's done. You know, what's what's next? You know, what, what's, the, what's the next thing? What's the next goal? You know, um, and to be honest, you know, that's, I mean, that's kind of like a, it's a downfall of mine because maybe sometimes I should just stop and just appreciate what I've done, but I'm an overachiever. You know, I, I, I won't be done until I, I take this instrument that I love so much and this sound that I created and that I own. And, and cross it over into into a, a, the market that I that I want that I want it to be. I want to have a, a, a instrumental record in top forty. You know that's when I feel accomplished when I you know when I see young kids in the hood wanting to pick up the violin instead of wanting to rap. You know what I'm saying? When when I can when I can do that is when I is when I feel accomplished. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, everything else is cool. It's just all foreplay before we get to the you know what. You know what I'm saying? It's all foreplay. That sounds sexy, Damien. <laughs> No question. No question. We do that, too. Uh, <laughs> I love it. So most recently, you, you helped raise $50,000 for Jamaica Performing Arts Center in Queens, you know, helping send yeah. underprivileged kids to summer camp. Uh, talk, mm-hmm. Let's talk about that and then the other philanthropic efforts that you're working on. Sure. Um, you know, it was actually for the um, the YMCA in, in Jamaica, Queens. Okay. So, um, I'm a board member of the YMCA. I grew up there. You know, they gave me my start in um, – 
I actually, this is the second time I did this concert for them. You know, the first time, you know, we were lucky enough to raise $130,000, but this time was my first time doing it as a solo artist, and it meant a lot. It, it meant a lot for a lot of different reasons. It was my first time doing a solo album, another solo album, sorry, a solo performance in my home city, you know, which was a really emotional moment for me, you know. But on the on the flip side was that I had an opportunity to give back through my music. And, um, you know, it was kind of dope, like no press at all. There was no press coverage, and we just grassroots marketed the hell out of this uh, performance, and we got the, we, we sold out the Jamaica Performing Arts Theaters, and we raised $50,000, and now we can send a 1,000 kids from South Jamaica to campus come and hopefully, you know, help to do our part in putting a, an end to youth violence, you know what I'm saying, and give them, a, give them a start, show them that there's something else out there you know, other than guns and other than all this bullshit that they do on a daily basis. So right, it's, it's definitely dope. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I do that with them, and I work with UNICEF. I work with UNICEF as well. And so you have also an organization called, which I love the name of, Violins Against Violence. Is that uh, a collaborative effort with, um, like, a YMCA, or is it just something that you're kind of working on on your own? It's only, it's my thing that I'm working on my own. You know, the, um, the mission is, the mission with the whole movement is, I mean, it's obvious, it's just, with my violin, I want to stop violence in the, in the easiest form to put it. But, you know, on a, on a deeper level than that, you know, the goal is to really just go around to schools around the country and put after-school programs, music and arts programs. All these things in, around the country have been slashed due to budget cuts, you know, you know, and there's no one really spearheading that movement to get it back into school. You know what I'm saying? So for me, by me doing this through my organization, I want to be able to give back, raise the money, put the programs back, put the programs back into schools. I said something on Twitter. Um, I was on a Twitter rant one day, and, it, and the thing that I hate the most <laughs> is that when, when entertainers and celebrities, you know, and, and, and people, you know, we want to we wanna start supporting causes when, we, when you start seeing hashtag pray for Boston or, or help Haiti. It's like, why, why did Haiti have to go through a storm before we wanted to help them? Like, why do we have to wait for some shit to happen before we want to give back and help? Why can't we just help before the shit hits the fan? You know, so, right. you know, I'm a, I, I got a new voice. You know, hopefully I can start a trend amongst more established artists and, you know, start a movement. You know what I'm saying? Now, how can people support your organization, though? So if people are looking to donate or, you know, volunteer, like how, I mean, how can we for sure. something to that? I mean, well, we're in the process of putting together the website right now. We did have a website okay. up, um, and we're going through a whole rebranding phase for it. But you can just go to my social networks, facebook.com slash gameasco, or follow me on Twitter. I'm always, you know, posting updates and things about the organization. And just kind of stay tuned because once the website relaunches, uh, for Violence Against Violence. It'll be violenceagainstviolence.com. Um, they can go. They can donate. We have a lot of, you know, information. Um, but in the, you know, in the interim, before that, people can still donate to the YMCA. There's a website called JamaicaYMCAGive.com that we created um, for online donations. So if you want to donate anything, it doesn't matter what it is, you know, just donate to the kids, you know, give back. You know what I'm saying? And once you donate, um, hit Twitter up. Tell us why you donated. Tell us why you donated and, and hit hashtag why I donated and let us know. We appreciate so it. It's, uh, so it's Jamaica YMCA, YMCA Give. That's how they can at least yep. do their thing for now. That's right. Okay. Good. I'm going to oh, yeah. post that on my website. Um, I appreciate so that. Your, no problem. Uh, I'm going to get into your, your mixtape, though. Sexual Melody, which was released uh, in May. Uh, I want to yeah. play a quick snippet of one of the tracks that your lovely okay. publisher sent me in. Shout out to Anne. Um, boom, boom. I'm going to play a little bit of <laughs> Alicia Keys featuring Drake called Unthinkable. And you really get into these strings. So, um, oh, no question. Quick... 
that. Like, when I first heard that, I was like, this <laughs> is not real. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, are you kidding yeah, yeah. me? <laughs> like, yeah, that's wow. Why I took it there. That's why I took it there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So tell us about, like, so some of the tracks on there. I heard Dice Pineapples, obviously unthinkable. Um, Carl, um, well, oh, Carl Thomas. Carl Thomas. Oh, Thomas. Thank Emotion. you. Brain fart. Uh, how do you go about picking the songs that you're going to play strings to? It's, you know what it is? It's that um, music, when I when I create any music, and uh, for this record that I did, the mixtapes and Melodies, it was like my first mix. It was my first time ever doing cover music, and I got to feel it. The music, I got to be able to tell my story, you know, through that track. You know what I'm saying? So it, 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 it depended. Like, when I when I did Emotional, when I covered it, you know, I was going through some shit. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's why you hear in the beginning of the, of the track, I'm saying it hurts. You know, it hurts so bad. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just wanted to express myself that way on that track. But, like, for the whole record, it's, it's like, it depends on what mood I was in. You know what I'm saying? If I finished making love, I, I wanted to write a song that was uh, a yes by poetry. You know what I'm saying? You know, it would adorn. I, I was telling that woman that I adorned her. You know what I mean? And, and for emotional, at that moment, I'm like, fuck this. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like a, it was a, music, <laughs> it was a musical roller coaster in creating that mixtape. But, when all the songs were done and, and when I listened back to the whole project, the way it flowed, you know, so effortlessly, I was, you know, I was very satisfied with it. And the reviews have been dope. Oh People are really digging it. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. Where can we find this mixtape at? That can go to a couple of places. Um, to get it directly, you can go to datpiff.com. Go into the okay. search section and just type in Damian Escobar. Or you can just go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Damian Escobar, and um, the link is right there. Just download it. Yeah. Free download. I'm going to have to promote that link. I am. Because I want to hear it. Now I want to hear it more. Because I love Lisa Miguel. I love his music. I've got to hear that. Um, hey, you got to listen to that whole record. I'm telling you, with that special someone, I, let that record provide that soundtrack for the dessert. I'm telling you. Oh, I I'm will. Trust me. I will. The world needs to oh, hear yeah. that, I think. The world needs to hear that. <laughs> now, you said you produce music, and what I'm curious about is there's a lot yeah. of artists that now really get into or have been getting more into or getting back to live instrumentation. So how does it work if someone sure. says, like, they want to come holler at you, they want you to come do some strings for a track? Like, do they just hit you up and be like, right. oh, I know a violinist that can, that can play some strings? Like, how does that work? I mean, um, it, it depends. I mean, people can hit me up. I mean, they can go, like, Bookdamesco at gmail dot com. I mean, I'm open to hearing a lot of things, but I, I got to be honest, I'm really picky about what I play on. Like, I really got to feel it. You know, what I mean, there's nothing right. bougie about it. I just take I just take music seriously, and I don't I don't do it for the money. You know what I'm saying? I do it for the passion, right. the art of it. You know, so I got to really feel it. It, it. it doesn't matter if it's a Joe Schmo that that's just coming up. If I feel like they're really dope, I want to work with them. You know what I'm saying? So if you think you're dope and you want some dope strings on your project. Hit me up at bookdamesco at gmail.com and let me hear what you got. Oh, I love that. See, I love that. I super love that. Now, we're already halfway through the year. What are you working on? I know you're cooking up something, Damien, whether it's a tour, yeah. whether it's, you know, some new stuff. Tell us what you got going on. You know what? I got, I'm excited because, you know, I'm actually working on my, my first solo studio album, and I'll be releasing original music. Mm-hmm. My first single's coming mm-hmm. out September 17th. You know, we're going to do a whole dope release party. I better see you there. Yeah, yeah. I hope you're going to be in the building for that. Out. I will be there. <laughs> for sure. I'm going to touch the stage. 
Yeah, I'm gonna touch the stage for that, and um, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to put out this original music. You know, I got a, you know, I, I and Me is the name of the studio album. You know, and um, yeah. the album is self-explanatory. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm looking forward to just releasing that project and just, you know, staying focused about what's come tomorrow. Really. Oh, I'm excited for you. So, Central Melodies is out right now. You're working on I and Me. Is yeah. there a release date for that yet? Um, if I were to give you one now, I'd be lying to you. I don't want to do that. I don't want to talk to <laughs> ladies and stuff like that. That's I don't want to start off like that. September 17th, the single is coming out. I, I can tell you that much. September 17th, the okay, single is coming out. Okay, so you out. got a single coming out soon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Now, I know you've been blasting it throughout the interview, but just one more time, please tell us how we can find you online. For sure. I mean, you can find me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Damesco, D-A-M-E-E-S-C-O, or hit me on Facebook, same thing, D-A-M-E-E-S-C-O, Instagram, all the same thing. Um, my website was going through menopause or some shit because it just started spitting up at me and stopped working. <laughs> so, but we're about to get that back online, hopefully later on today. Shout out to my webmaster. But you can go to Damesco.com. Um, for everything. Everything is Dame Esco. That's it. Okay, cool. <laughs> I appreciate that, Dame. Thank you so much for stopping by. I can't oh, wait sure. to oh, hear and see the things that you're working on. Like, that's amazing. I swear, like, I everything you're doing it. is really inspiring. So I definitely want to help however I can. So you make sure you drop by some exclusive, you know, next no single and all that jazz. <laughs> no doubt. Will do. Thank you. Well, you have a good evening, Damien. Definitely have to thank Damien for stopping by and joining me. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. Okay, so we're jumping right back in to the off-the-record report. This time we're getting into the pop culture madness. Norman, are you back with me? Yo, what's happening? Let's do this. What did you think about Damien Esco? Awesome, right? Man, man, that was, that was a mind blower to be honest. I know, with the strings. Oh, my gosh, I was like, am I listening to the violins or am I really listening to Alicia Keys' track because it really sounds like I don't, I don't think that I've heard anyone play a violin, to be honest. Not like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I heard some of, her, some of his other stuff, and you'll be blown away with that. He even hit uh, Rick Ross's Dice Pineapple, and I'm not even really a fan of Rick Ross, but he definitely was on point with that track. So, um, big shout-out to, to Damien Escobar. Um, okay, so let's talk about these headlines in the in pop culture. Let's start with the first one. Okay, so I'm not into the BET Awards like I used to be. I just, I can't, I cannot, Dorman, I cannot do it anymore. The fact <laughs> that they still haven't, listen, the fact that they still haven't shaved off an hour from their award show or for like an hour and a half is a problem to me. But one thing that kind of stood out to me that I saw on Twitter that made some, some headlines was, so B. Scott is a blogger, and he is really known in the industry. I mean, like, fierce honey, looks really fierce, fast, whatever. And so he went through all these yeah, changes. Yeah. He had his looks ready to go, and apparently BET didn't, I guess there was some miscommunication, and BET didn't like the look that he had. So they made him change, and that sparked off fireworks on the Internet. And obviously, from what I initially said, she later on, BET made a statement to the Associated Press apologizing with miscommunication, blah, blah, blah. What, what do you think about that? What, what do you think about BET Awards, period, and that situation that happened to these guys? I mean, I, I'm not one for a, a man in heels, but, you know, I think that yeah. BET, <laughs> I think BET messed up, though. They knew what they were getting, you know. That's like going to a restaurant or something off the menu and sending it back. 
to the cook. You know what I'm saying? They knew exactly what they were getting. And and like you know, like a cook, like a good cook, he was uh, offended. He rightfully should have been. It was a bad move. Right, I agree. Now, obviously, moving on to the next thing, one of the BT awards, to be honest with me, with you, I saw another highlight. There was a section where Bow Wow was on the stage presenting, I think, the uh, Coca Cola Award, and Drake oh. was. And, mm-hmm. and I know Drake is with YMCAB. Bow Wow, we all know that you side to YMCAB, but he was just being so extra to me. I was not a fan of that. I couldn't take it. Like, no, I really didn't take it. I was like, really. <laughs> But that was if you saw if you interaction with that girl and she's like, Yo, like why are you bring it up? And then all of a sudden after that when Drake won, he had to make sure he repeated a thousand times that he was with Y M C and B. You have not dropped an album, you have not done anybody's mixtape. Bow wow, it's okay. Like it is okay. Trust me, it's fine. We get it. We get it. Trust me. It's it's okay. He still makes music? I I thought he was retired or something. I didn't I didn't know he did music. Uh, you know, I don't know. I I have no idea. At I thought, this point. I thought he, he he sits on the couch at BC for a living. I don't know music. <laughs> no music. <laughs> he is Mr. Little Pickler Park, like he said. Uh, so and you getting off the BET Awards. I know you saw the video where ASAP slapped the female fan. Listen, I would have cried. One, two, I would have deleted <laughs> my computer. I just, what do you think about that? Like, I mean, okay, I get it. So many people were tapping his head, Norman, but there was no need for him to reach out and just slap somebody. Like, these people were excited to see him, and he slapped the girl. Really? <laughs> when I saw it, I just held my mouth open for a little while, and I was just silent. And then I had to run it back, and I watched it, like, maybe three times. And then I, la- I had to laugh at him a little bit. <laughs> I had to. Oh my god! But may, maybe, just, maybe he was, maybe he wasn't trying to slap her. Maybe he was trying to give a high five, and he missed. Maybe. Uh, no, I no. <laughs> the way, the way that girl got dummy. In, that was not a high five. That was not an intentional high five. The man slapped her, <laughs> and now whether he knew it was a female, I don't know. But I just when you saw his hand just pop up, snap the girl and come back down. I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, poor girl. No, no, it was it was bad. She she probably went to her phone. I'm deleting all this shit. I'm deleting all of it. Oh, yeah, like she, yeah, yeah. Like I just, oh, I, I, I choose to feel bad for the girl. Um, last but not least, it, it's been blowing up on my timeline today. Jay Z, Magna Carta, Holy Grail. He reveals the album cover art. But let me tell you what he also did. He, this is how you know Jay Z is a boss. This man got the cover art. It has it on display at one of the locations that's home to one of the four surviving Magna Carta documents in the U.K. Who does that? Who does that? I'm, imp- I'm impressed with him, man. That's all I can say. I'm impressed with him. I like, what can you, and then you know 1201 night, for those that have the Samsung and Dallas in his app, his album is going to be available. I just I'm excited. I've got to have it. I've got to have it. I've got to have it. You know, I, I I know one thing. I wasn't that pressed to go find a Samsung to download. Oh, uh, you got to get Jay. No, you know, I'm, I'm still old school in the sense of I want my album. I want the, the, the liner notes. I want the physical CDs yeah. and blast of my phone speakers. Like, I want the album when it drops next week. So I'm okay with it. But yeah. I know Twitter will blow up my timeline. Yeah, I want, the, I want the hard copy, too. i got to get the hard copy. But I'm, I'm impressed because okay. he, he wanted to change the game. Even you know, he even got the the RIA to change the rules 
about digital copies. I think he's doing it. He's doing his thing, man. Yeah, yeah. He definitely got. I mean, the RIA was like, uh, yeah. So let's talk about this common sense update. Let's make these albums available for you know certification the day that they drop, opposed to thirty days after. At least with digital albums, and so. Technically, Jay's album is digital because it's coming through an, uh, a phone app, an exclusive phone app. Which Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. That's, I mean, obviously, you know, pop culture is constantly changing every day. So, Norman, thank you for <laughs> being able to oh, run no down problem. the like, like, one for me. Like, like, Jay, like Jay said, it's the Wild Wild West, baby. I love your Jay impression. That, I love it. Very, very impressive. Uh, obviously, oh, no Norman, no you can find you online at Normie Norm. Uh, and until next week, Norman, thank you again for running down the report with me. <laughs> thank you, baby. Thank you. So I have to thank Norman again for joining me. Obviously, you can find him online at Normie Norm. Again, if you missed the OCI report, it will be available on my website at georgiapierre.com, G-E-O-R-G-E-T-T-E-P-I-E-R-R-E after the show. If you have something that you want to go off the record about, Email info at georgiapierre.com, subject line, the OCR report. I have to thank Dame Esco for joining me tonight. Find him online at Twitter, Dame Esco, uh, D-A-M-E-E-S-C-O. You can also find that at his Facebook page. Um, his Mixtape Central Mel- Melodies is out now. You can catch this episode and other archive shows, podcasting on iTunes, by searching Off the Record with George F. Pierre in the iTunes store. And I'm now on the TuneIn radio app, so go find me and favorite me right now. I'll leave you with one of my Georgetteisms. Here's a quote by Florence Scoggle Shin that I got from the Daily Love newsletter. Every great work, every big accomplishment has been brought into manifestation through holding to the vision, and often just before the big achievement comes apparent failure and disease. I can definitely relate to that. Thanks for listening to Off the Record with George Pierre. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.